So many of you have come to me and said how much you love the podcast. And do I ever do things like coaching or, um, you know, teaching people how I've learned all these things that have changed my life, changed my business, made me more aligned and happy. And so for 2023, I've decided that I'm going to put together a group of people and we're going to meet for weekly Zoom calls. They will be live. That means no pre-recorded anything. And we will talk about all the things that I did in order to change my business. This is for professional people. It's for, I would say women probably. And it's for, I'd love to do realtors, but also any kind of professional woman who wants to use more feminine energy to increase um, you know, what she makes every year. I went from making, uh, let's see the first year I made $0 and now I've been making consecutively for the last four years, over six figures. And I did that all in one year and I did it in a pandemic and I work less than ever. So I think it's once you get these principles and you figure them out, it changes your whole life. And I just want to share that with you. I want to share it with everybody because why not? Why wouldn't we all want to do this kind of amazing work and also make a shit ton of money? So if you're interested in taking part in this, it's going to start in 2023 and it'll be a four week program, weekly zoom calls. We'll have a private Facebook group. I'll be doing, um, Voxer coaching, which is an app where you can work with me one-on-one and it's just going to be magnificent. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. And if it sounds good to you, uh, just look in the show notes and there will be a link to all the information that you need, or you can DM me the word ACE and I will get right back to you and we can talk about whether this would work for you and your business. So I really look forward to working with y'all next year and I'm so excited. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Oh, I got a good one for y'all today, but first I'm going to tell you about my favorite things. Okay. These are going to be quick. My first favorite thing is something that I've been making for my family for breakfast lately, ever since I started this beach body thing. And I love it. It is so good. And my daughter's been making these for years and I just haven't paid attention because she's just like a 40 year old woman and a 20 year old body. Um, but banana pancakes, I mean, and who knew that they were good for you and that they were low fat and that you could have them every morning of your life and, you know, be very healthy. So I put the recipe in the link in the show notes, but let me just tell you how easy it is. You whip up two eggs, you mash one banana, you mix them together, and then you put them on a hot griddle with coconut oil spray. And there you go. And then in the recipe on Beachbody, they tell you to take a third of a cup of Greek yogurt, non-fat, and then add a little stevia and a dash of cinnamon. And that will make like the topping to put on top of it. It is delicious. Throw some raspberries on there and you have like, like my, my big football player son craves these. He asks me to make them every morning and by God, I'm going to make them for him every morning. Cause I only get him for like a couple more months. So I'm going to do it. But anyway, go check it out. The recipe is in the, in the show notes and 
it's delicious and it feels like such a treat. And, and I'm all about finding little ways to treat yourself every day, all day long. So try that one out. Okay. Number two, speaking of food is this book that I heard on the Kathy Heller podcast by an author, Janine Roth, and it's called women, food, and God y'all this book, like every sentence is delicious. And yes, a pun was intended there. I mean, it is the best book. It's all about women and our relationship with food and our bodies and how we never think we're good enough. And so we binge or we starve or we do all these crazy things. And I'm a woman. So, yep, that's applying to me. And it's just speaking to me on every. It's so delicious that I almost don't want it to end because it's just so good every sentence is just talking straight to my heart about why we talk to ourselves the way we do in our heads and why that's just, it's all about um, facing your fears about your body, about your life, about everything. I mean, that's why we binge do anything, right? That's why we binge work or we binge Netflix. We're just trying to escape or binge eat or alcohol or sex or whatever. So this book is so awesome. So I highly suggest you read it. It's a quick read. It's easy. It's so easy to read because she writes so wonderfully. So I want to read all her books now. Uh, Janine Roth and um, go check it out. And then my third thing. Oh, now we're on a food trend (laughs) is um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this brand. It's called Shakeology, but it is a a really great protein shake and they recommend it on uh, Beachbody. You can buy it through your Beachbody coach, but if you're interested, I can give you a link. But what I like about this is it has probiotics, prebiotics, and frankly, it tastes like chocolate pudding. So I have no idea if it's good for me. I'm probably, I I don't even care because it tastes so good. It's like that afternoon, yummy, delicious chocolate, frothy pudding, shake when you're hungry. So you're welcome. And if you want to get Shakeology, um, I will put a link in the show notes to where you can get it and it's delicious and it fills you up and it's just wonderful. So anyway, I guess today was kind of food themed, even though this whole podcast is about simplification, but anyway, um, and y'all, if you're liking like the favorite things and, and all the things that I do, please leave a review and also um, subscribe to the podcast and let me know what you think because it means so much to me. It helps me to understand what direction I'm taking with the podcast and also what you want to hear. So um, do that for me and let's move on to part two of simplification. I had so many things that I had to make it into two parts, but that's okay. That's a good thing. I I like to keep this as short as possible because I know I'm very ADD and I don't really want to listen to an hour and a half long podcast. So I'm trying to keep these um, short and sweet. But anyway, let's dive in. Welcome to part two of Simplifying Your Life. Who knew I had so many exciting tips that I would have to make this into a two-part segment. I just don't like making an hour-long podcast. I just think y'all lose. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm just, I have a short attention span, 
but I know I don't like to listen to, you know, an hour, an hour, 15 minute long podcasts. I get a little lost. So anyway, I made this into two because I had so much good juicy stuff and um, I just kept coming up with new things after I recorded the first one. So the first thing I'm going to tell you is um, something that's helped me a lot is I deleted social media off my phone. And all this does, this doesn't really simplify your life. Well, no, it does. It totally does because I was so unaware of how much time I was spending just scrolling at night. Um, you know, like after the kids are fed and everybody's just kind of relaxing for the night, I would just sit and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll. And it would just, I just would have this terrible feeling afterwards. Like I just wasted two hours of my life doing nothing. And I already have a practice. Okay. Here's another thing. If you don't want to delete social media completely, there's another thing that I learned. It's called unfollow Friday. So every Friday you go into your social media and you unfollow anyone who makes you feel bad or who makes you compare yourself to them or who just gives a message that's just not something that lights you up, that doesn't make you feel good. I started doing that years ago. And now the only thing in my social media is positive, you know, uplifting, energetic, good stuff people that I respect, people that I love. Um, but I got rid of all the, all the crap that I didn't want to see. I got rid of all of the influencers who always had on the cutest outfits and I couldn't understand why it would frustrate me when I would swipe up and buy the outfit on that, you know, 22 year old girl who does not have a body like me. And also, does not have a lifestyle like me. Like it took me so long. It took me probably until having my third kid to realize that I did not have to get dressed up every day, that it was okay to wear workout clothes. I'm not talking about just going down that rabbit hole of never getting dressed, but I mean, let's face it. I work from home. I am home the majority of my day. And now it's so socially acceptable to be in athleisure wear and my God, is it comfortable? Like, it's just comfortable. I'm sorry. And it also inspires me to work out. Like, I'll put that on in the morning. And by midday, if I haven't worked out yet, I'm like, oof, I should really go do that. Because I've got the clothes on. I'm ready to go. And that is one of my core values is to be healthy in my body and my mind every day. And so that's important. And I have it on my calendar. So anyway, I love that. So delete social media, get rid of anything in your social media that doesn't light you up and wear workout clothes when necessary because it makes you feel really good and comfortable. And I just love it. And now they're so flattering and cute. And oh, anyway, I have some on right now. It's shocking. Okay, so delete your social media and do all that other good stuff. Another thing I was thinking about that we, um, I think it's like thinking about what can you delegate? What would be a good thing is if you could make a list of all the things that you have to do to take care of your life. And then once you make that giant 20 page long list, 
then you go through and see, okay, what do I have to do myself? Well, I have to record the podcast. I'm the only one who can do that. No one else can record this for me. So that's something that I have to do. But do I have to mow the lawn? Hmm, no, I do not. In fact, I wouldn't even know how to do that if I had to. <laughs> but maybe your husband's mowing the lawn or your boyfriend or whatever. Um, and you don't want to do that anymore. You don't want to have that stress hanging over your head every weekend. Oh, we got to go do the lawn before we do anything else. Just pay a teenager to do it or a lawn company. I mean, we pay so little to have our, of course we have a tiny, tiny little lawn, but it's, it's really, really, really not very much money every month. And my God, is it worth it? I mean, just to not have to think about that and just have someone do that for you. And then your grass is not overgrown and you don't look like you live in Sanford and Son. So it's awesome. So delegate that. Um, another thing I like to do, and I'm not the best at this, but I'm trying to get better at it, is I will sit down once a month and I will go through every doctor's appointment, every dental appointment, eye appointment, things that we all need to do in our family of five, pharmaceuticals that we need refilled, all that kind of stuff. And I will just put it in the calendar for the month. So, you know, I have one kid in braces right now. Got to make sure he's keeping up with that. Everybody needs to get their teeth cleaned twice a year. Mm -hmm. Are they supposed to? I don't think we're doing that. I'm not sure. Okay, I'll sit down and do that. Um, eye appointments, you know, when, when do you need to get your new contacts Four of the five of us wear contacts and are blind as bats. So we have to, we have to keep up on that. Another thing I've done with contacts. That's great is, um, if you buy your contacts through 1-800-CONTACTS, it's really great. And this is not an ad, but my gosh, it's awesome. They are the most wonderful company. Um, you get your prescription when you go to the eye doctor and then you send it into them they will set you up on a subscription so that you don't even have to think about like, okay, I have, you know, five contacts left and it's going to take at least a week to get new ones. I'm going to be out of contacts. I have no, no vision for like a few days. Well, 1-800-CONTACTS will actually put you on a subscription so that they know exactly when you're about to run out and they will automatically save your credit card and send you new ones. And you don't even have to think about it. They just magically show up in the, in the mail. It's wonderful. Now you have to keep track of, you know, how much that costs and, you know, reconcile that with your credit card, but you don't have to think about running out of contacts, which for me is detrimental because I can't see Jack. So that's another little good one. Maybe put that on a subscription so you don't have to think about it anymore. And another great thing, okay, this is not an ad, I swear, but another great thing they do is when you change, when your prescription changes, which we've had a lot because we have two kids still with their eyes changing and my eyes have changed just this, this last time. I can't see anything without readers. So I just changed to a different prescription, which is magical. But now I've got all these leftover contacts. 1-800-CONTACTS will actually take those back and give you credit for them which I think is just brilliant. And every time I talk to someone there, they are the nicest people. They will overnight things to you if you're running low, which we, you know, often are because we don't, I don't do my monthly appointment 
keeping like I should. So especially when you have boys, like ugh, Max never lets me know. And then it's like, oh, mom, I only have one contact left. Oh, great. So I call 1-800-CONTACTS and they will overnight it to me and it's magical. So check them out, but also sit down once a month and just kind of, if you do it in one shot, it'll take you probably 20 minutes instead of always being scrambling throughout the month. Oh my God, wait, did I remember to do our dental appointments? Did I remember to um, get my Synthroid renewed or, or subscription or contacts or whatever? Just sit down, do it once a month. And then you don't have to think about it. Another thing you can do when you're sitting down once a month is birthdays. Like just go ahead and fill out the card and go ahead and send it to them. So what if you're a few weeks early? Who cares? I mean, the only people we really do birthdays for now are the cousins. And that's my nieces and nephews. And they don't care. You And now you can go on Amazon and set it up like to send a gift card through Amazon electronically, and they'll even do it on a certain date for you. It's so awesome. So you don't have to think about it. You sit down once a month, who has a birthday in May, boom, 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 set it up, done, don't think about it again. And then on their birthday, you call them and you sing happy birthday and it's great. So that's another little tipper. Um, Okay, one other thing I was thinking about that I started doing a few years ago, which I love, and this simplifies your life to start your day out really well. The night before you go to sleep, or let's start over. Let's say you've had a big, huge dinner and you made all this stuff and you used all the pots and all the mess. In the past, when I had little bitties, I would just leave that stuff in the sink. Like it didn't bother me. I am not anal. I wish I were. I wish I were more OCD, but I was just so tired back then that I would just leave it in the sink. And then the next morning I would wake up and be so behind. And I would wonder why I'm waking up with my kids, which was mistake number one. And number two, I'm waking up to a filthy kitchen that now has dried on gradu on every single pot and pan. And it's going to take me double the time to clean it all off because it sat overnight and got gross. So one thing I started doing uh, probably about a decade ago, I don't even remember, but I heard about the fly lady. I don't know if you've heard of her, but she's great. And she's all about tiny little simple, simple ways to simplify your life and clean your house and declutter and all that. One thing she says that is that you should shine your shank, shine your shank. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Let's try that again. Shine your sink every night. What does that mean? You may ask, well, you go into your sink and you clean it out and you literally put everything away to where there is nothing in your sink. And then I take Windex and I, I shine that bad boy up. I make it pretty. So when I wake up the next morning, first of all, you walk into your kitchen and it feels like a brand you're in, like you're in a hotel. It's awesome. And you don't have to think about it. It's done and it's ready for you to start your day. And it's pretty, yes, it takes a little bit more time at night, but it's worth it. It's so worth it because you don't want to wake up tomorrow and have all this crap to clean up 
And again, like I said in the last podcast, get those teenagers in on it. Get those even little four-year-old kids. They can unload a dishwasher. One of my good friends, she had five kids and she told me, look, that little five-year-old can put forks away. Like it ain't brain surgery, right? And why not? I mean, that's why we had all these children so they can help us. And if we're taking care of them, they should be able to take care of the family. This is just the cost of admission of living in this house. So I've got little things like that farmed out to my family. Like one kid, his only job is to clean up the poop every day in the backyard and he does it and that's it. One kid always, always, always feeds the dogs breakfast and dinner. So that's his job. If it's not done, we know who's at fault. It's him and he's in trouble, right? Or the dogs are starving and that's another problem, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like simplify your life that way. Make a list of all the chores. Okay, this is really funny. I did this once. I did this during quarantine because we were all here and we didn't have, you know, we couldn't have our housekeepers come and everybody was doing, everything was happening and we had to take care of everything and it was just a shit show. But that's, you know, I'm sure everybody kind of felt that way. So I made a list of all the household duties And then I made note cards and I put each of our names on a note card. And then I wrote all the household duties on a note card. And I put on the dining room table, took everything off the table, and I put all all five of our names at the top on the note card. And then I went through with all the rest of the note cards that had the the duties, you know, like clean out the sink, clean up the poop in the backyard, unload the dishwasher, you know, all that kind of good stuff. I put those under and in a, like, you know, on the table under each person's name, who did what? Well, guess who was doing 98% of the chores? Yours truly. And wondered why I hated my life and I hated everyone in it. But then guess who wasn't doing anything? Pretty much the kids. So... So I took the, I, I had a little meeting with my family on a Sunday night and I was like, here we go. Here's everything that we need to do to run this household and look who's doing it all. And is that fair? I work. I, I, why do I have to do more than anyone else in this whole family? Well, they were kind of blown away by how little they did and they felt guilty so i said hey just go pick a card tell me what you want to do and we'll put it in your stack so they did they you know max said i'll do the poop charlie said i'll do the feeding of the dogs um emma was unloading the dishwasher and it worked out great and we didn't have to think oh you know this one said they were going to do no we know exactly who's doing what every single day you have you know just your two or three little jobs and then everything runs so much more smoothly so if you're really swamped and you've got a bajillion kids like i do and everybody's a mess and you just really need to get a hold of that and get a rain on it do that get i mean just get your simple basic index cards i mean it takes two seconds write a name at the top of everyone Put those cards at the on the dining room table. Write down everything else that needs to be done in the house. Give everybody a slot and then tell them, what do you want to do? And then hold them accountable. 
if they don't do it by the end of the day, you take away their phone. Or if you don't do this by the end of the day, every single day, then you can't have your car keys or whatever. Y'all, it works like a charm. It's amazing. All right, so give it a try. I need to, I probably need to go in and do that again because I think we're slipping on some of those. But anyway, that's a really good one. Oh, another one I thought of. We have two dogs. They are giants. They eat everything in sight. Do you know how much fun it is to go to the pet store and go get those giant big ass bags of dog food? And first of all, put them in the cart. Second of all, bring them up there, schlep them up on top of the counter to pay for them, put them back in the cart, drag them out to your car, shove them in your car. I mean, and they're like 50 pound bags of dog food. At least mine are because my dogs are huge. So I realized one time when I was doing this that my dog store, my pet store, delivers for free. What? Hollywood Feed, shout out to you, bad boys. I am so happy. When I discovered that, my whole life changed again. So now it's kind of like all my Amazon stuff. I just do hollywoodfeed.com. I'm going to tag it in the notes. Again, not an ad. Man, I should have a lot of ads, shouldn't I? Right? Um, anyway, they will. One time it was one of the dog's birthdays and I hadn't celebrated her birthday like ever. Because <laughs> we were in denial about having a second dog for about three years. And then, you know, anyway. So I got on hollywoodfeed.com and got her a new little bone and a new little toy and they delivered it. What? I mean, it's just, it's like, it's crazy. It's like we're living in Wally. Remember that movie Wally where everybody was so fat and they lived on a ship because they never moved their bodies because everything got delivered to them. <laughs> I kind of feel like that, but instead of just being a sloth, you can use that time to go do other things like exercise or work or spend time with your family. So I think it's all wonderful. So again, go see if your local pet store will deliver. If not, Amazon will. If you're not picky about what kind of food you feed your dogs, which we are not. Um, I just like to support our local businesses and Hollywood Feed is a local um, right down the street from us. So it's just, it's just wonderful knowing that they will just come and deliver that big old bag on my front porch. It makes me so happy. And then my big boys just go drag it off the porch and that's it. Um, speaking of dogs, we have two and they have a lot of fur. Luckily they're hypoallergenic. We're all allergic to dogs, but mine all have their Aussie doodles. So they don't have dander and they also don't shed at all, which is magical. But um, they do need to be groomed. And every time I would take them to get groomed, they would lose their ever-loving minds. They would shiver and shake and pee all over the place. And, oh, it was just such a nightmare. So then one time I just was driving down the street and I noticed this van sitting out in front of one of my neighbor's houses. And it said, Crazy Tales Dog Grooming. Not an ad, but I'm going to tag them. If you're in Dallas, they're amazing. And they will come to your house in their van. They will pull in front of your house. They plug their van into your house. So get ready. You're going to pay for their electricity. But they're the same exact price as taking them to PetSmart. And my dogs just literally go from their front door to the van. And that's it. 
And yes, it's bougie. And yes, it's crazy that there are these kind of services out there now. And I feel like a very spoiled about it, but it's the same price. So if you're going to get your dog groomed and you're going to take them to PetSmart or one of those places that's just like a normal dog grooming place, why not have them come to your front door and park in your front yard? It's wonderful. You're welcome for that one. You're welcome. So I will tag them in the show notes. They're amazing. And then here's the last thing. Well, no, this isn't the last thing. Second to last thing. Y'all, if you want to simplify your house and your life, the most important thing you can do is go declutter your house. I just read the book, The Life-Changing Art of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. I did a couple of podcasts. This is how crazy I am. I did a couple of podcasts on it last week. I'm doing this one again talking about it again, because it really is that good. The way the, the way it makes you feel when you, once you've decluttered a room or a closet or even your drawer, it's just, it's free y'all it's free. And I can't even tell you how good it makes you feel. And I did my closet last week. Now I'm doing my son's room and I asked him if, if I could just throw away stuff and he was like, sure. And he gave me a list of things that he really wanted. And then he went to school. So I am all over that right now. And it it just, it's making me feel so good. And here's the other thing. You really only want to have things in your home that bring you joy and make you happy. And when you have all this clutter and crap and just gradu and shit everywhere, then it really, really, really does something to your psyche. And last month we'd been out of town a lot and I was traveling a lot and feeling very out of control. And when I did finally go do my closet, I was so overwhelmed with how much just crap was in there. But now that it's done, I literally, I can't, it, even getting dressed in the morning is so much easier. Oh, that's another thing you can do. Oh my gosh. See, this is going to be the podcast. I might have to have three parts, but, um, two things you can do about getting dressed. Number one, every Sunday night, lay out your Monday morning clothes. That's huge because then you don't have to think. Um, or number two on Sunday night, you can lay out or you can always have a uniform. So my uniform is workout clothes. I've talked about this extensively. I should probably have stock in Lululemon and Athleta and all the other good places. But I really do think that that is athleisure is my jam and has always been the way I was supposed to be raised and lived in my life. But even if you, let's say you have to go to an office job and you need to wear nice clothes, have a uniform. Every Monday, I wear a black shirt and denim pants or shorts or jeans, and that's what I always wear. I don't have to think about it anymore. It's done. So from now on, every Monday, that's what I put on, a black shirt and denim. And in the summer, you put on a black tank and cutoffs. And in the winter, you put on a black turtleneck and your nice denim and some boots and a jacket. But one last thing to think about. I'm just all about simplifying the energy that you put into your day. And if you know 
I already have something figured out that I'm going to wear when I wake up in the morning. I already know what I'm going to do because I planned it out on Sunday. I already know what I'm making for dinner and Home Chef has already delivered it. So I don't have to think about that. I mean, all these little baby steps add up to make your life so smooth. I mean, sometimes like when I'm really on my game, I'll be like, wait a minute, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I'm not because I've already done all these little baby steps prior to that day that add up to make your day go so smoothly. Um, you know what? Fill your car up with gas before it gets down to empty. You know, maybe every Friday, I told my kids this when they first got driver's license, I was like, every Friday, go fill up your car. Just do it every Friday, make it a routine. Then you don't have to think about it. You never run out of gas because someone I know, a friend who, you know, her name rhymes with Shmamey, <laughs> was on her way to a swim, swim meet when her kids were really young. And she did two things. This is how scattered I used to be. Number one, she decided to clean a pillow and, um, put it in the sink in the laundry room and turn the water on and forgot to turn the water off and then went to a swim meet. And I don't know if you know this or not, but swim meets are about four to six hours long, especially this one. By the time my friend Shmamey got back, her entire house had flooded. So yeah, that's a good story. Um, don't let that happen. Don't, don't do that. The other thing Shmamey did when she was on her way to another swim meet. God, swim meets used to really put me over the edge. By the way, all my kids swam. And my husband is like an Olympic medal. No, Olympic trial. <laughs> he didn't get a medal. He was supposed to go to the Olympics and swimming and he didn't. But anyway, he was like an amazing swimmer. That's not the point. The point is that all my kids swam. We went to all the swim meets. I still have PTSD about all of them. But another swim meet I went to... The kids were all in the car. I'm in the minivan with my mother-in-law heading to the swim meet and I ran out of gas. That's right. On the way to the swim meet. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It was right in front of a Texaco, but I had to get out of the car and push the minivan with my three children and my mother-in-law in it into the Texaco to get gas. So this is why I think get your gas once a week. It'll make your life so much easier. And then you're never, it's kind of like the laundry. You're never, you're never out. You're never running, you know, you're never stressed. You just, you're always on top of it. It's just a tiny little thing you do once a week, but it really does make your life so much easier. But I think I was talking about decluttering and I was, yes. Just go do some decluttering in your house. Declutter your house like, you want it to be the house of your dreams. You want it to run as smoothly as it does in your dream life where you just have all day to do nothing because it's already running. It's already done and you just don't have to think about it. Um, now that I've done the closet, I walk into that closet. I can pick something out so quickly. You would think after getting rid of 10 garbage bags of clothing and shoes and purses that I would have nothing left. Oh, I got plenty left. And not only that, it is so much easier to find my stuff because I only have a few pair of jeans instead of 30. I only have, you know, two black tanks instead of 15. And I'm not just 
everything's not squeezed in. It's just, it feels like you're going in a little store when you go to shop your wardrobe for something to wear. So declutter, it will really, 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 really change your life. And it'll just make your quality of life so much easier and better, especially with kids trying to find stuff. And I also, you know, like I've tried to make up little processes of, okay, so we have this little weird, it was called a wine grotto and it's under our stairs and it had those big, like to put your wine bottles in. Well, we didn't have a mudroom in our house. So I was like, we started calling the wine grotto. I cleaned it out. We never had wine in there because if we get wine, we drink it. We don't save it. Um, <laughs> so we started calling that the shoe jail. And we kept our shoes down there, downstairs, because all the bedrooms are upstairs. So anybody who, um, you know, took their shoes off, they would put them in there. Or you could put your backpack in there, or you could put your, um, now my son Charlie puts his workout clothes for, um, for school. They have to wear a uniform every day to work out in, and he has to put that in his backpack like a poor little pack mule. I mean, these kids, what they have to bring to school every day in COVID is unbelievable. They have to bring their own water. They have to bring a second set of clothing, their lunch, a laptop with the cord and the, oh, it's just, it's just, they're, they're all, their backs are going to be so fucked up. But anyway, we can we keep all his little t-shirts and all his little shorts in the shoe jail in one of those <laughs> case of wine cubes where a case of wine should go. And now he knows he just grabs it, grabs his backpack, puts them all together. It takes him five minutes. It's all about figuring out systems that work for you and your family. And my system's not going to work for you. You have to really think about what system do I need to put into place? Like that was a huge thing when the kids were really little and we would be wanting to get out the door for breakfast after breakfast. And they were just tiny. I brought all their toothbrushes downstairs and we had a little toothbrush and toothpaste in the downstairs or by the kitchen sink because they would just, oh, they were just like, oh, I don't want to go back upstairs and go brush my teeth. So we kept that down there and it worked and it worked really well. I've heard of people, um, one of my, a podcast I was listening to, she, her daughter made a little box with her hair stuff in it. So she would bring that little box from room to room and fix her hair and her, you know, with her little barrettes and her brush and her, what she needed and everything was in one place. It's like, you know, we, we want all this space. We want bigger homes, but, but then you just, then you put things in 20 different places and it doesn't make any sense. Like you have to think about, I used to have a coffee maker in, in one spot, but the coffee was in the pantry and then the creamer was in the refrigerator and then the everything. So we ended up, we had a little spot in our kitchen that I made into like a coffee bar and I've got our Keurig, I've got the creamer there, I've got the sugar and the spoon and it's all cute. And I got these little clear um, containers and I put the Nespresso pods in there and it looks cute on the counter. And it not only is it cute and it makes me feel cute and all that, but it also is functional. I'm not taking, you know, walking all over the kitchen trying to get my coffee made every morning. So I think one thing when you declutter, first you want to take everything out that you don't love and get rid of it. 
donate it, sell it, do whatever makes you your boat float, but just get it out of your space, get the energy out of your space. And then the second thing you want to do is think about how do I want to use this space? What makes sense? If my kids have to come downstairs and go back upstairs and go back downstairs and, and the, you know, the workout clothes are here and they have to go in his bag every night, then, you know, blah, keep it all functional in a space that makes sense and try it like that. Another thing I try to do with the kids is, um, I mean, this is kind of along with de decluttering, but I make them get all their stuff ready the night before they go to bed. So you have to have your lunch made. By the way, stop making your kids lunch. That changed my life. When my kids got old enough to make their own lunch, which let's be clear, they don't have to be old to make their own lunch. You got to buy this stuff. You got to go to the store and buy this stuff. Yes. But they don't come on. That's just like another thing that makes them independent and makes them feel good about themselves. And if they don't, if they bitch and complain about it, just power through because it really is going to make your nighttime life. When you're shining your sheen, shining, <laughs> I can't say that shining your sink, they can make their lunches before they go to bed. So I make them lay out their clothes, their shoes, make their own lunches. We also have to make water bottles because of COVID. Everybody has to bring their own water every day. So bring that, put it in the refrigerator so that when they wake up in the morning, you don't have to think, oh my gosh, my, my lunch is made. All my stuff is ready. I just throw it all together and go. That's it. And another thing I like to do is I will lay out my stuff the night before for my first thing in the morning because I do like to get up earlier than everybody. I like to meditate. I like to journal. I like to do all this stuff before they wake up just to kind of have my own little alone time. That's another thing. That's a great way to simplify your life is to get up a little bit earlier and do that. That I love. But I started doing that a few years ago and um, I will lay out my journal. I will lay out um, my coffee mugs, get everything ready where you don't have to, because you know, you think the next morning you're going to have all this, you know, you think you're going to be able to be smart enough to do all these things that you're really just so dumb. I am. When I wake up in the morning, I'm just really dumb and I just need it all set up for me. And that really, 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 really does make everything so much simpler and lighter and easier and cleaner. I just love it. Now, if someone can tell me how to simplify my dogs from barking, that's what, that's your homework assignment. Please tell me how to get my dogs to stop barking at every human that walks by our house. And we live by an elementary school, so that's pretty much all fucking day long. That's right. So, um, okay. And last thing. Thank you so much for sticking around till the end of this program. I think we might be new best friends. So if you'd like to hear a little more about what I got going on, 
Go check me out on all the social medias at Amy Elkman, and that's spelled A-I-M-E-E-E-L-K-M-A-N. I also have a free Facebook group called the Ace Your Life Facebook group. You can go sign up for free there, and there's all kinds of fun stuff in there all the time. And also, if you really, really liked the podcast, please rate and review and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. It means so much to me. I know your time is so valuable, and thank you for spending it with me. So have a wonderful day, and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thanks. Bye. y'all. This is Amy Elkman, the host of the Ace Your Life show. And I have a question for you. How do you feel about the home that you're living in right now? Is it too big? Is it too small? Did your kids just go off to college and you're ready to downsize? Or did you just have your first baby and you're busting out of an apartment and you need more space? Do you wish you had a beautiful kitchen that you could entertain in? that has a giant island with Carrera marble, and it's all white and bright with beautiful light streaming in all the time that makes you actually want to cook. Well, if you want any of these things, I got you. See, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a realtor and my husband is a remodeler and he's fabulous. And he has three crews that can help you really make any dream come true that you want. So if you want a pool and you don't like your little tiny backyard, I got you. If you want a new kitchen to entertain in, I got you. If you want a gorgeous owner suite bathroom with Carrera marble everywhere that you can have your sexy bath time every night with candles and beautiful music piped in through the speakers, I got you. I can help you with all of that. We're kind of like Chip and JoJo's older siblings, but we're cooler and maybe married. I don't know. Is that weird? But anyway, so if you want to move, if you want to fix up the house you're in, if you want to sell the house you're in, just give me a call and I can help you make all your dreams come true. That is our passion. And if you're in the Dallas area, we can totally help you. So give me a call.